Hello, friend. Thanks for tuning in. Anger is your friend. Now, you might be wondering, Meg, how can you say that when there's so much bad stuff that happens in the world because people are angry and they do stuff? Well, the Bible says, be angry and do not sin. If it was a sin to be angry, then... God would sin when he gets angry, but God doesn't sin and his anger is righteous. So, how do we handle the anger in our own lives and know what to do with it? Well, Ephesians 4.26 talks about honoring God with our emotions, and with telling the truth, and with living uprightly. Ephesians is very much about living uprightly. And it quotes, Be angry and do not sin, from Psalm chapter 4. And I want to read the whole psalm to you, because it gives a lot of beautiful context to this little phrase. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me, and hear my prayer. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? But know that the Lord has set him apart for himself, him who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart, on your bed, and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart, more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep, for you, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. I hope you heard some of the words in this psalm, and I hope they stood out to you. The thing that I really hear David crying out for in this psalm is he wants vindication, and um, he wants the safety that the Lord brings, not that his anger and his own action can give him himself. And he wants to sleep. <laughs> I will both lie down in peace and sleep. That, that's really important because I've had a couple of times in my life when I was so angry I couldn't fall asleep. And that was a very important thing for me in recognizing that I was angry at that person. Um, I, I'd pushed that anger away over and over again for a while. And so when I got angry to the point of wanting to hurt them physically, I, I paid attention to that. And I said, God told me not to think about murdering people. So I really need to pay attention to what my emotions are telling me. And thanks to getting some professional therapy, 
with someone who validated what I was feeling, my emotions, my anger was telling me that I needed more boundaries and that my boundaries had been overrun for quite a long time. So if you get angry easily, that's a good thing because you're recognizing that you're valuable and that you're worthy of respect. That's a really important part of the healing process because if you don't if you don't realize that you're valuable, you won't get angry. I found that when I want to talk about driving for a second. So, if you listened to my testimony in Why Does God Heal Slowly, you may have heard me tell the story of how I was in a hit-and-run car accident a week after I got my license. And I thought it was my fault. That, that was really important there. So, later on in my life, I moved to Florida. And <laughs> drivers in Florida are notorious for not communicating and not letting people merge. So... Driving made me angry quite often, and I found that the more that I recognized my own worth, the angrier I got. So, in that case, anger was an indication of a good process happening, that I was worthy of respect, and I was worthy of love, you know, in other situations besides driving, but... My self-worth was on the up and up, and that's very, very important. So if you find yourself not getting angry, but you know that you're in situations that aren't right, that's a sign that you might be stuffing your emotions. And if you don't feel anything, then that that's kind of a bad sign that you need to get alone with your Bible and your journal and maybe some music and um, face your emotions and just maybe even just like write whatever it is you think and write it in any order you want. I, I only use unlined journals now because I like to write a paragraph in this direction on the page and then I like to start writing perpendicular, or if I've got two ideas, but they're next to each other in my head, I'll write one on one side, and then turn the page 180 and write one on the other side. That's just how I get my ideas out, because my brain likes to ping pong all over the place. Sort of like my podcast likes to ping pong all the topics, but eventually I come back to home base. So we have to, we have to let our emotions get out. It's like the weather. You're not going to stop the rain from coming just because you don't want it to be wet. But we need all of our emotions. We need to feel angry when something's genuinely wrong. We need to feel sad in order to mourn what we've lost. And I had a friend who went through a healing process and she cried for four days straight when she realized just... That God loved her and and she received self-worth from him and then she was able to mourn what she'd been through. So, 
I really like this last phrase in this psalm. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. A lot of times my anger comes from not feeling safe and not feeling respected. Um, Respect is very, very important. (sighs) Yeah. But God is the source of my safety. And there were seasons of life where I would have to tell myself out loud, you are safe. You are safe. (laughs) It took a while for my subconscious to begin to believe that. Uh, I, I'm just going to tell you right up front. I needed every shred of therapy I've ever been to. (laughs) I could probably use plenty more. And, um, and I'm doing pretty well for myself right now, but When we process our anger in healthy ways, and in my case, I spent a lot of time just writing down how I felt and documenting the injustice. Um, Once I, I did that, then I was able to sleep. And I've been able to fall asleep and put it out of my mind. And sometimes I still feel sad about that particular relationship, but I kind of just shrug and think, oh, well, I mean, hopefully, you know, maybe one day we can rebuild trust, but maybe (laughs) today is not that day. So, and you can forgive someone without trusting them. You can forgive someone and then still in the relationship or the friendship and I mean that's that can be painful but at the end of the day we need to protect ourselves and and trust God to bring people into our life who will help us become more healthy as opposed to stay in our current cycle of whatever we're in So I think that kind of sums up everything I have to say on this today. I hope my thoughts encouraged you. Yeah. Anger is important. We need it. It's like if we run and skin our knee and we feel the pain, that tells us that something's wrong and we need to take care of the wound. It's important. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.